It's August 9, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest appreciates fans at Rob Zombie concerts. He apparently hates the state of Ohio, and he thinks that Domino's Pizza is a large box of boiling lava hot grease, because apparently Papa John's is better. He is the co-host of the Unsportsmanlike podcast here at Know Your News. His name is Jarrett Bailey. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I forgot that Canadians don't say the TH part when they say the date, like they only say the number. So that that's fun. Uh, but no, dude, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you asked me to do this. This is like the first, you know, we talked about in uh, in the lobby. Like, it's nice to actually like talk to you <laughs> like face to face. So yes, yeah. It's like this this new thing I'm doing. I get to everybody in any way associated with the Fightful community. I get to now work with them because normally that guy, you know, SRS, that guy, he's the one that normally does it. But now right. with this, I get to do it. So it's a, it's a nice change, you know. I'm glad that you brought up the uh, the Rob Zombie thing too because I have never seen a group of middle aged white people so happy in their lives. Oh my god! I think the best thing to do from that is segue and say, here's what's going to happen. We are going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'm going to ask you questions along the way. And I was telling you off the air, I got some humdingers. Like, this is, this, this is almost like an all-timer. I don't know what the hell happened in the world over the last seven days, but I got some just humdingers this week, so I can't wait to, uh, to get some reactions from you. I love All that right. you refer to them as humdingers, too. Like, this is going to be you're, – you're setting this up great. Could call the bangers. <laughs> No, oh, no, 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 none of that. All right, none all right, of we'll, that. We'll stick with humdingers. So let's start with story number seven, reported by Vice.com. So there was a 99-year-old woman out of Mexico City named Caterina Orduna Perez. And this lady, she was a great grandmother. She was a pillar in her community. Everybody knew her in the town where she lived. We have a little video of her. Uh, this was posted on Twitter by Nathaniel Janowitz from Vice. Put up that little video. Look at her right there. She's dancing in the wheelchair a little bit, rocking to the music. Look at her. That's the kind of lady that Mrs. Perez was right there, 99 years old. Well, Mrs. Perez had one final wish before her death. And Jarrett Bailey, my question is, what do you think her wish was? Well, it's obviously going to be outrageous. So I'm trying to think of something just... <laughs> final wish. She said she's, what, 99? 99. 99. Okay. Um, where did you say she was from? Did it say where she was from? Mexico City. Mexico City. Okay. Um, Mexico City. See, I've never been to Mexico City, so I'm really just going in blind off of what I know about Mexico City, which is very little. Um, I'm going to say she wanted to be... It's a one-hour show, Jarrett. I know. Hold on. I'm trying to think of something great, but also, can I have a hint? <laughs> I'm just going to give you the answer. That's fine. Because I, I can't think of anything funny enough on the spot that makes sense for Mexico City. She wanted a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. We have a picture of it, Joel. There it is right there. So Mrs. Perez, she passed away on January 20, 2021. She had, <laughs> she had an affinity for penises and what she believed they don't, represented. Don't we all, by yeah. the way. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. Joel, if you've got additional pictures or anything, throw them up as I talk. So she, oh had, an, she had an affinity for penises. In Mexican slang, the word verga translates into English as cock. And, and verga... <laughs> 
is generally used as profanity, but it can also be considered a compliment. Like some people consider that Virga means cool or badass. And so Mrs. Perez, she used the word Virga in a complimentary way. And she referred to her family members as Virgas. There they are. Uh, that's when they did the big reveal right there at, as part of her funeral. They did the big reveal. There it is right there. So she thought her family was Virgas. You know, she thought that that was a good thing. And after she passed, her family decided, <laughs> look at that right there. Look at that. Her family decided they wanted to make her dream come true. It took a team of 12 people a month to make it, and they just unveiled it this past July. And there it was. Now, whenever it, it took uh, a month, 12 people, one month. Okay. To make that thing. To make that ginormous penis. That ginormous looked like rock penis. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, I, everything that was going through my head at no point did penis enter the, enter the noggin. Um, you know, I think I should do that too. I think we should all have, are, are you, how about we make a pact? If, uh, you know, if we die around the same time, we'll get like matching phallic members on top of our graves. What do you say? Joe Pearl's producing. Maybe he wants to do that deal. <laughs> so Joe, Joe Pearl, no. if, if, if Joe Pearl wants a penis, uh, a gravestone, then that's up to him. But uh, I think I'll take a pass on that pack. I appreciate you thinking of me. Yeah, yeah, no, you I know? think that that would be a really good sign of camaraderie. Of camaraderie, right? Camaraderie. Now, oh, come on, that was good. Yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> Whenever I do these stories, I like to ask a question related to the story, and sometimes I could go in just a shit ton of different directions. Okay. And so on this one, here's what I'm going to ask you. If you were going to request a statue of something that you wanted to be erected at your gravesite, what would it be? Yeah. <laughs> okay. If I wanted something erected at Anything my gravesite. at your gravesite, what would it be? Define the word erect, like put on my, like my grave. Anywhere you want. I mean, you're, you're not on trial. Anywhere you want. You want it on top of your grave. You want it next to it. You want it, I don't know, underneath. You want it buried with you. I don't know. Anything that you wanted erected at your gravesite. I want to have like a combination of all the things that I like kind of combined into one face. Or maybe like one body, like almost like a statue of like the things that I like. Maybe like I have Michael Myers mask, Joker face. Um a Rob Zombie dreadlocks with a cowboy hat because, you know, why not throw that in? Um, holding a microphone, you know, considering that, you know, we work in media. Something that just represents me. I think that that would be good. Fascinating. Fast. So half Joker, half Michael Myers, the zombie dreads, maybe like a wrestling belt on the shoulder. Yeah, maybe a good mustache. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. That's yeah. very interesting. So not nowhere. A, not actually a penis. I mean, we can we can give it a big penis. <laughs> So okay, so now you're not doing a head anymore. Now you're doing the entire body now. Yeah, I mean, what? yeah. I think that it's evolved from just like a small bust to like an actual thing. Interesting. Okay, cool. I'm gonna remember that. And do you want Joel, Joel Pearl to still be do the pact with you for that? Let's melt down a Confederate statue and just turn that into people like me who would want a statue on top of their graves, and then just kind of we, that's a good tradition. I think that's a great idea. Okay, that could, that could solve a lot of tension here in the states. Apparently, it could. So you want you want uh, a large penis with half Joker, half Michael Myers, Rob Zombie yes. dreads, belt on the shoulder, and a mic. Must, maybe and a maybe mustache. maybe you know maybe uh, Steve from Stephen Larson 
He's an artist. I had him on the show recently, and he's an artist. Maybe he can sketch something. I don't know. Steve was an artist. Steve, Steve's in my fantasy football league, actually. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm yeah. going to send him this clip. I'm going to say, do you think maybe you can sketch out? This is what Jarrett wants on his grave site. Tell you what, if he actually sketches it out, I'll like, I'll tweet it out. I'll make it my Twitter header and everything. I would very much enjoy that. Awesome. All right. Uh, lots of information. Let's go with story number six reported by KSBW TV News. So there's a road in Hollister, California, and they recently repaved and repainted this road. And the end result ended up going viral. And so, Jared Bailey, my question is, what happened with this road renovation that caused the job to go viral? California, um, let's see, maybe it's, I'm a big serial killer guy. I've fallen into that, like, true crime thing. I'm not a serial killer, Jimmy. I'm into, I'm into the true crime stuff. Um, California, it's where the Zodiac kind of, did they find some dead bodies? I'm going to say dead bodies. Dead bodies. So the contractor painted a little bit too far outside the lines and basically created a zigzag obstacle course. We've got a video. This is posted on YouTube by Sparky. And we got pictures too. Put that up, Joel. Here's the video. Look at the lines on this thing. Oh my, no, this isn't, well, there could be some dead bodies that come from this. There, <laughs> they're good. Look at her, look at that. Jesus look at H. The curves on, and look at that empty, look at this. And there is a picture of it right there of the way that this thing was painted. So the city redesigned the road. They wanted to add a bike lane and central circles. And the goal was to add those obstructions to slow traffic and prevent people from using the street as a, as a drag racing strip. That's why they did it. But okay. somehow something happened though. They ended up with squiggly lines and a bunch of empty space. And apparently they have to redo the whole thing. I don't know. So here's my so question. This, so this is like mainly for the drag strip thing and bikers, correct? Like bicyclists. Well, it was, so they wanted to add a bike lane to it. Oh, okay. although although when you look at it, like the bikers are going to get slaughtered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like, way they painted it, but that's what gonna, they wanted to do. I was going to say that was definitely made by somebody who just gets violently angry when they see cyclists while driving. They just want to eradicate them from this world. The only thing I can possibly think of, because obviously they did a shitty job. The only thing I can think of is the guy was driving and then there was like, I don't know, maybe like an animal on the road. He's like, I'm going to hit that one <laughs> and I'm going to get that one. And let's go get that one because that's the only thing I can think of. To explain. Have you seen those like streamers with like the car simulators, um, like the surrounds? I feel like that was, I feel like that's like a, I've never played it before, but that looks like something of a level from one of those things where, you know, you just see how, see how well it goes. All of that looks, it could be fun to at least try, but no, nah, that's. Like you said, until somebody dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be some carnage that comes in the wake of that. Well, here's my question to you uh, related to this. Do you have any issues staying inside the lines when it comes to anything? It could be driving a car. It could be playing a sport. It could be writing your name. So, you know, on the passports, they give you like just a little box for that. Maybe coloring a picture. Is there anything? Do you have any issues staying inside the lines? I'm god awful at cutting, like crafting stuff. Like if like you have something traced out, you have to cut it out. Can't do it. I'm horrible at it. You, there will be ragged edges. There will be like pieces of the line still in the picture. This isn't anything new, too. By the way, like in like third grade, like when you go to art class or whatever, I'd always like sit next to somebody who I knew was good at cutting because I knew I couldn't. So I think from a young age, I was always scheming to try to have somebody else make me look good. So shout out to uh, Sarah Coons for, for cutting my stuff in third grade. 
That's fascinating. So normally you'd want to get to know the people that like, you know, are smart. They're going to take good notes, but not you. You're like, I got to scan the room and look for the good cutter. That's what I'm Where's saying. Like, I was a, I was a pretty solid student, like throughout grade school and high school, like anything that involved art or crafty stuff. Like I was never, it was never my, and the thing is my sister, both of my sisters are very good at art. Um, both my, well, two of my younger ones. Um, one of them illustrated like a children's book. Like they're both like, she's very good at art. And I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that gene. So it is what it is. So yeah, I was looking for the good artists in my class to, to make sure I didn't fail art class. Well, that's okay. You probably know Rob Zombie and pizza better than your sister. So like it kind of all balances <laughs> out somehow, you know, Rob all Zombie. Right. I mean, one of the best artists. I mean, we're talking about artists. One of the best, <laughs> best of our generation. There you go. And he, he's done some uh, wrestler entrance music too. So good for him. That he has. Let's go to story number five reported by the sun. This is an interesting one too. So there was a Swiss tourist and he was sitting at an outdoor cafe. I'm already locked into this. <laughs> yeah. Swiss tourist. He's sitting at an outdoor cafe in Northwest Italy. And he was approached from behind by a guy waving a gun. And the guy ended up taking the tourist watch. Like he literally took it right off of his wrist and he casually strolled away from the restaurant with the guy's watch. My question for you, Jared Bailey, what happened next? What happened next? I very badly want the Swiss tourist to also have a gun. I'm hoping that he also had a gun. That's what I'm going to lock in that answer. He also had a gun and very, not very nonchalantly just waved it at him and took his watch back. Was it a swatch? I know that's the, 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 the Swiss watch company swatch. Do we well, know the details on that? Yeah, I, I've, I've got the brand and I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I'll tell you in a minute, but I'll tell you first what happened next. What happened next was another guy working with the thief reappeared seconds later to give the tourist the watch back because it was a fake, so he didn't want it. We got the video, Joel, put this up. So there's the cafe, and you'll see on the right, see in the background? Uh -huh. There he's coming up to the table right there. He's got the gun out. Oh, the guy stands up. He takes the watch right off his wrist. <laughs> And then he walks away. He's looking at it. See, he's looking at it. And they're just standing there going, oh, like, oh what, what just happened? The guy walks away. Now, the video in a minute, we're going to forward literally like 30 seconds or something. They're sitting back at the table. They're wondering what the hell just happened. This dude just came and stole my watch. Here's another dude. He comes up to the table. Hey, sorry, man. Hey, this is a fake piece of shit. Hey, you can have it back. It's not going to be me. And he walks away. After giving him the watch. So the thief thought that it was, I might be mispronouncing it, a Richard Miele watch. Oh, yeah. They, rappers talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, mm -hmm. they, they thought it was a Richard Miele watch that can cost between 20,000 euros and tens of millions. But after they walked away with it, they realized that it was counterfeit. And so they just brought it on back and gave it back to them because they know they can't get any money for it. And that's what they did. And so, Jarrett Bailey, I got to ask you, do you own any fake brands of anything, watches, shoes, sunglasses, jewelry. Have you been to Canal Road in New York? Anything fake whatsoever that you care to admit? I think all the jewelry I have is fake. Um, like, really? Yeah, I mean, this is just like, I get all my like jewelry stuff like very cheap at like H&M where it's just, you know, easy stuff to get. So yeah, nothing, nothing crazy that I have. Now in terms of this Richard Milley, issue i do believe now i'm not big into like the hip-hop community or anything but i do believe that there is a song 
what the hell is it? I think it's Low Life by The Weeknd, and a future has a line in there, and I quote, Richard Milley cost me about an Aston Martin. Um, that, is the, that is the extent of my knowledge on Richard Milley watches. I just vaguely remember that from, from that song. It's a good song. Okay, well, I guess that would explain why the dude just casually strolled up to the Swiss tourist to grab his watch. If it costs about an Aston Martin, then yeah. Right, yeah. right. Maybe he was going to do a swap, maybe. <laughs> and then he saw it and he realized, okay, this fucking thing is going to get me a Hot Wheels. Yeah. So I might as well, might as well just give it back to you. And that's what he did. Awesome. Let's go to story number four reported by the Scottish Sun. It's amazing that this shit oh, is real. Scottish Sun. Oh, man. You, Scottish you, Sun. These are humdingers, aren't they? This is fantastic. I do my research. I do my research. So you're a bit of a sports guy. You'll appreciate this. There's a new sports championship. It took place recently okay. in Scotland, and it was inspired by a world championship of the same sport that takes place every year in Finland. And so, Jarrett Bailey, what kind of sports championship was this oh man all right the scots and the Finns are some of the greatest human beings on the face of this earth so let's see scottish people i feel like it involves violence because scottish people to me just seem pissed off all the time like they're just you just <laughs> said they're some of the some of the sweetest people in the universe no, 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 they're some of the best like people some oh, of the best, best people, people because best people. because they're angry and it makes me laugh like, okay, okay. i don't know if you've seen that video of that kid you're like you're looking for a right punch in the mouth yeah it's just stupid stuff like that. that's funny um, so I will assume they also do like a lot of polar plunge stuff. I'm going to polar plunge boxing, <laughs> polar plunge boxing. It was the first ever Scottish tree hugging championship. And we've got video of it courtly, courtesy of the Scottish sun. Put that up, Joel. All right. So this featured 24 competitors. There were three events. One was speed hugging to see who could hug the most trees in one minute with each hug lasting at least five seconds. There was an event called dedication, which was the most dedicated hug based on presentation, love and respect. And there was the freestyle event, which was the most creative hug. And the mission was to raise awareness of nature in the community and the benefits of trees for health. The winner was a 50 year old man named Alice Dare Firth, which is that's that's an awesome Scottish oh, name right my. there. God, Alice Dare Firth. And so, Jarrett Bailey, I got a two-part question for you. Okay. Part one, do you have any memorable hugs? Memorable hugs? Um, yeah. Um, my dad, when I graduated, that was a good hug. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a that good one. That is a one. good hug, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I've had some good hugs with my roommate. Like he's my best friend on this planet. So like, you know, we've had some, some sentimental, like good, good hugs. So yeah, I've had, I've, I've had a good fair share of hugs. Good. And have you ever hugged uh, an inanimate object? And if so, what was it? Have I ever hugged an inanimate object? I don't think so. I think it would have, if I did, it would be like a tree as a joke, like on a hike or something. Stuffed now, animal, maybe. Oh, yeah, oh, a pillow at night. I hug a pillow every night that I go to sleep because I need to feel like this presence of cuddling to take away the ever-present you know, feeling of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. The, what do you think the opposite of this sport is, by the way? Just like forest fire, fires, <laughs> like they try to burn it down? Maybe a chopping damp, maybe like a tree chopping? Like yeah. A chopping wood contest? I would go to a good tree chopping. <laughs> would you would you I, if only if it's called that like the fifth annual tree chopping <laughs> tree chopping championship yeah yeah. yeah 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 awesome all right let's move on to story number three reported by the guardian again this shit is real this shit is real it's amazing so there's an artist from australia the guy's name is matthew griffin and he has the reputation for being cynical and for mocking self-seriousness 
That's what this guy does as an artist. Okay. He created a piece of art and this piece of art that he was, that he created, it was put on display at the Michael Lett gallery in Auckland, New Zealand. And it's got a price tag of 10,000 New Zealand dollars, which is about 6,200 us dollars. And so Jared, Bailey, I got to ask you any idea what kind of art Mr. Griffin came up with. So what, what kind did you say? What kind of art did you say that he does? So he's, he's uh, he does anything that's cynical, uh, and mocks self-seriousness. That's the kind of artwork that he does. Mocks self-seriousness. Okay, That's so right. like mocks people who take themselves too seriously and cynical. Okay. Um, and remember the price tag, 10,000 New Zealand dollars. 10,000 dollars. 6,200 US dollars. I feel like it's not going to be something like that had a lot of work put into it. I feel like this is going to be something so minimalist that it's going to make me mad that it costs this much. Oh, damn it. I genuinely, I'm not an art guy, but let me, let that be my guess. Something, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a lot of work put into it. That That's the extent of the guess that I could probably give to this. So he took a pickle off of a McDonald's cheeseburger and he flung it up to the ceiling of the gallery. And that is the piece. We have a picture of it. What did I say? Look at that. That's on the ceiling right there. And we have another one. There it is right there on the ceiling of the gallery. The work is called Pickle. <laughs> whoever buys it this is this is real i'm not so you're just buying the pickle no whoever buys it they also have to pay for a cheeseburger in addition to the cost of the artwork and then they're going to be given instructions on how to recreate that art in their own space that's what they're getting when they purchase pickle and as you can imagine a lot of people are calling this moronic and they're calling it stupid some are actually calling it brilliant and funny one guy, uh, as part of the article, remarked, I got kicked out of the McDonald's by the police for doing this when I was a teenager, and now it's art. That's what he said. So Let for, this be a lesson to parents who have kids who say they want to be art majors. Right? Tell right? them no. Yeah, tell them no, <laughs> right. 6200 US dollars to get instructions on how to fling a pickle off a cheeseburger up onto your and there's going to be some sort of philosopher who talks about this and to debate is this genius or is this oh my god this is why i can't get into art man this it's is just... it's mind-numbing and, and it's real this is 100 real yeah. yeah so here's my question and again this is one of these questions i can go in so many directions with but here's my question do you like pickles and if so what are your favorite ways to consume them i fucking love pickles oh i love pickles um i tell you what i don't know if you've ever been to a sheets but uh, fried pickles from Sheets are to die for. Absolutely fantastic. Um, so, yeah, fried pickles are good. Um, I like a good pickle spear. Um, What's a know, pickle from, spear? What's that? Just like, um, not like a whole like cucumbered pickle or pickled cucumber, but like, you chop it and you just have like a little long piece of it. Um, comes in jars, you know. I like them on sandwiches too. People who don't like pickles on chicken sandwiches, by the way, are incorrect. And what if those people live in Ohio? Ohio, look, Ohio is a whole different story. <laughs> Ohio is just... I, I see, here's the thing. I've never been to Ohio, but <laughs> I, I've heard enough about it. Right. And if the people living there don't like pickles, they can really go to hell then. Yeah, yeah. They can really, like, what are you doing with your life? That's the point, man. You just need to find something else. Let's go to story number two. This is reported by WWMT News Channel 3. Oh, man. So people, that sounds fake. 
Yeah, the News Channel sounds fake. So, so we're like already off to oh God, we're yeah. already off to a great start. That sounds like something fake. that would preempt. Hello, I'm Tom Tucker. Welcome to WWMT TV. <laughs> Jesus. So, police across the United States they have been warning the public about people that are doing something to solicit donations, and it's a nationwide scam. What these people are doing, Jarrett Bailey. What are people apparently doing across the U.S. To scam donations out of consumers. Or oh, just this is people. good. This is good. All right. All right. So first, you have to think of like what would be a good cause that people would genuinely donate to. But this is this show, so it's not going to be something normal. Is what I was <laughs> what I figured out. Um, I'm going to say it involves. It's going to involve circumcision. And prevent. Preventing circumcision, raise enough money to prevent circumcision, forced circumcision, forced circumcision. Yes. Your answer. Let, let, let the children decide. Your answer is that the nationwide scam is that they are soliciting donations to stop forced circumcision. This is yeah, your answer. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like that's kind of like <laughs> if like fighting for abortion and women's rights is the polar opposite of, all right, if that's the case, then we can't. <laughs> Don't don't circumcise them, man. <laughs> I feel okay. like that, that's what man. That the, the truth almost fails in comparison. So what's happening is people are pretending to play a violin when in reality they're airplaying to a recording. We have a clip <laughs> of one. This is courtesy of N Renee on YouTube. Put this up for a minute. Like you're not playing the song at all. You're not even close to the song. Not at all. Nope, your fingers aren't right, your cord isn't right. That's not real. You're not really playing. Do you know how messed up that is? Yep, so <laughs> I love that. They are pretending to play the violin. They're putting up signs that they've got kids and they need help with food and rent. One guy, matter of fact, that guy right there, he was approached by a reporter and he claimed that he didn't speak English because he didn't want to have to deal with it. But in that guy's case, when the reporter approached him, he stopped playing his violin and the music kept playing when he did it. And so that's what happened. And apparently there have been incidents like this in various states. Incidents have been reported in Michigan, in Texas, in Virginia, in Illinois, in Connecticut. This stuff is happening all over the place, air playing a violin and soliciting people for money. So Jarrett Bailey, two-part question again. First okay. part is, do you play any instruments? I do not. No, I uh, never got into that as a kid. Um, yeah, no instruments. Uh, the extent of my like musical abilities would be like, like the recorder from like second grade music class. Yes. When I, when I try, I can sing a little bit other than that. Yeah. No, no musical stuff, man. So how skilled are you when it comes to air instruments, like an air guitar? Maybe you're playing an air wrestling belt like Hulk Hogan in the NWO. How are you when it comes to how skilled are you with air instruments, like the air violin? I tell you what, if there was like an air band contest, I feel like I could be a solid like air singer. I, I would kick ass at that. I feel like I would do very good at that. Not really? much of an air instrument guy. Yeah, because like, so when we have like house parties here, one of the things that like I, I do every once in a while it's like if a song comes on that I'm pretty decent, like I know all the words too, it's like I pretty much just act like I'm the one who, I turn like my living room into a concert. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, I feel like I could kick ass at like an air, air band contest. I need somebody else to do the other stuff, but yeah, I could, I could tear up being like a, you know, a, a Cheshire Bennington RIP. 
So you're a lip syncer. Yes, yes, that's a better way of putting it. You're a lip syncer. I wish that on the fly, Joel could crank up some music and we could get a little sample of it right oh, now. Oh, Christ, yeah, no. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, gl I'm glad Joel can't. <laughs> <laughs> he probably could. I'm sure okay. he could, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do a call it on Twitter, maybe, and I'll be like, come on, Jarrett, let's see some mirrors lip syncing. If I got a certain amount of retweets, I would do it. What the hell is this? No, Joe. Gonna take too long to get to the lyrics, and he doesn't even know what the hell song that is. Yeah, what what song was that? That was absolutely some background music on the StreamYard platform. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that definitely wasn't gonna work. Definitely wasn't gonna work. That's fantastic. All right, lip syncer Jarrett Bailey. It is time for story number one. Okay. Uh, this one was reported by Fox Business, and this is a good one too. So I talked earlier on about your pizza rankings that I saw you yes. know, where, where Domino's is dog shit to you, but Papa John's ranks number one. Yes. So this, this is about another fast food outlet. Oh. So the operators of a Chick-fil-A in Hendersonville, North Carolina, they started a controversial program in which they were soliciting volunteers on Facebook. More volunteer stuff and soliciting. <laughs> yep. Soliciting volunteers. Now they were uh, inundated with negative comments based on this program they came up with and they ended up deleting the post. My question for you, what were they soliciting volunteers for? Oh, okay. So Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. All right. The colorful history of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> colorful, colorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. They are a right-leaning organization company. Um, <laughs> I will say, I feel like it's not anything to do with like anything that's happened in the mainstream recently. I feel like it's, again, I've been on the, this is the first time on the show. I'm starting to get a feel for this. <laughs> like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be like Chick-fil-A tries to help overturn Roe v. Wade. No, it's not gonna be something serious like that. It's gonna be like, Chick-fil-A wants to help monkeys keep getting boners. Like something stupid like that. <laughs> Uh, so that could, that could be my guess. They wanted people to work the drive-through in exchange for chicken sandwiches. We've got I the did. Facebook oh, damn it! I did actually hear about that. Oh. <laughs> we got the Facebook. There it is, right there. We're looking for volunteers for our new drive-through express. So basically, they offered five free sandwich vouchers for every one-hour <laughs> shift. Complaints range from "this is illegal" to "the restaurant is cheap" to people saying, "I don't want to eat the food served by someone that's not trained for it." The North yeah. Carolina Department of Labor they said that a private sector employer is prohibited from allowing employees to volunteer their services. So what they were doing was illegal, and they ended up taking the post down. And so here's my question for you. Have you ever been compensated for a job in anything other than cash? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think, I feel like if I was, I would remember. I um, think so. But yeah, no, I've never like written something and then somebody was like, all right, here's a whopper. <laughs> yeah i don't think anything like that's ever happened i wish it did though that's for first of all i have enough problems with chick-fil-a as it is just because i'm not waiting in that line for a slightly above average chicken sandwich i feel like everybody people who are like diehard chick-fil-a's that's like a the catholic church chick-fil-a diehards they're like right neck and neck like calm down like it's oh it's it's good don't get me wrong like i enjoy chick-fil-a 
I, I'm not going to sit in that line just to get a, a chicken sandwich. That's, that's too much, man. If you like the chicken sandwich that much, are you going to work the drive through and you can get five vouchers per hour? Yeah, I guess we should talk about what the story was about. What the actual fuck? <laughs> it, was, it was just wrong on a lot of levels. And, Here's the and, thing. And, I think the people that said yes to volunteering for it are just as in the wrong as Chick-fil-A because why the hell? Like, Who are these people who are like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it? Maybe homeless people? I don't know. That, you know what? Now I feel like a dick. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a solid point you make. Yeah, that is. Uh, you know, you know, back in the day, independent wrestlers, like they would tell stories about, oh, I worked the show and they gave me like a glass of juice and a hot dog. I, yeah, kind of like, like that. Kind of like, like a little league ump who gets paid and, you know, free hot dogs for doing right. you know, two games or whatever. Yeah. 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 But not never from like a, a nationwide major like multi million dollar food chain. Yeah, why the hell? You know what I mean? You you are maybe the most popular fast food chain in America. Why do you need that much help? Where you first of all, you've got enough money to actually pay people. What, what pay them in chickens? I don't know, man. I don't know what the idea was. I don't know if they thought this is going to make us go viral. You know what I mean? I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe. Like people see like a tweet about that. Like that's stupid. But you know what? I kind of want Chick-fil-A. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I asked you if you'd been compensated for a job and, and anything other than cash. And you said no. So my other question is, what's the worst job you've ever had? Oh, um, what is the worst job I've ever had? I worked customer service at Lowe's. That was a pain in the ass. <laughs> suck, man. I mean, it could have been worse. You know what I mean? It could have been worse. Oh, yeah. No, no, it definitely could have been worse. Like, I was never, you know, trying to. Yeah. <laughs> it could have let, been me, let me just say this to tell you the worst job I ever had. Let me just say this. Did you ever watch Yellowstone? Yellowstone's a popular show now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've, okay. I've seen it. So they got the burns, and they, and, and like, say the wintertime comes and it's like bitterly cold. They keep the cattle in the burns because they want to keep them warm. Right. Then in the then in the springtime they let them go back out in the field. You can imagine the condition of the barn after these cows spent an oh. entire winter in the barn. Yeah. Somebody's got to clean the barn up and get oh, it ready for the next fall. That's what I did. Oh my god. I spent a summer shoveling cow shit out of a barn one summer. That is the worst job I've ever had. Did, no question. Were you paid well for it? My father was my employer. Oh, okay. So that answers that question. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, he did pay me, but I can't say no. I'm right. sure as hell not applying for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Here's So with the Lowe's job, I was still in college. So this was my senior year. This was almost two years ago. Um, and I lived off campus, so I just needed, you know, rent money or whatever. But dude, it was a 40-minute drive. I got paid like 14 bucks an hour, so that was nice. But the most boring job of my life, a lot of standing, a lot of just, you know, looking at the clock and then 20 minutes later, you know, looking at the clock again and only two minutes have passed. So, yeah, that was that was a boring job. Um, it's a stressful, stressful job that I've had um, uh, doing like curbside pickups or like curbside grocery stuff that dude. Fuck that. Everything about that job. You know, and if only you had known years ago that someday you could be on a podcast talking about graveyard penises, yeah, like wavy roads and Chick Fil A and all this other shit that we've talked about today. Well, I want to thank you for being on here, man. And so uh, I just want to ask you: tell the people what are you doing and where can they find you? I'm doing a lot of stuff. Thirty third team for all for most of the football content. We're starting to really get you know Hall of Fame games tonight, so we're getting into the thick of preseason, and then the season will start. 
So you know, player interviews for Sports Illustrated USA Today, some for 33rd team. Uh, you can check all of that. I tweet out at NFL on Twitter. Uh, I do a show on this on this channel, by the way, with Greg Jerry uh, on Sportsman like every Monday at 8.30. So watch that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, Pump Fake Podcast doing it once a week throughout the NFL season. Uh, no notes as well. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff. Keeping myself busy. Lots of stuff. All right. Well, that'll do it for KYA tonight. Thank you very much, Jared Bailey, for joining us. This is fun, man. We'll do it again. Yeah, man. This is, uh, I didn't know what to expect from this, but yeah, it definitely exceeded my expectations. Uh, you, ha- you had me at graveyard penises, if I'm honest. Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly be back whenever you need me. Thanks, man. Bye.